Hey guys, it's Haven and welcome back to Ava Hava. Today we will be going over the poem that I just posted on my substack called The Final Varnishing. And we're going to have a reflective moment about how this relates to the fact that I've been gone since last year on this podcast. So why don't we head into the poem and then I'll come back and then tell you guys all about it because I think the poem does a really good way of describing my absence. Okay, let's go. I was a wine house with my words as they slipped so effortlessly off our tongue. Darts to the target, bloods of red spilling. Bouldering truth nestled, carved between the bosom of my insecurities. I launched warships, missiles with a tangle of swishing liquids through my esophagus fuming from the darkest hollows of my heart. Coffins lay yards of haunting, filmed facets of my own face face me. She won streamlined words of love in exchange for contentment, her soul rattling, wakening at the passing of the horror hosted within. Perhaps it is a kiting wind of words laced with champagne of therapy, eyes whitening at the revolution spoken from one truth, building bridges instead of the backs of breaking bones. Perhaps that throne threw her away from a love she once loved, positioned in her truths of her passions, our purpose, so naturally a force of warmth in the wintered hours. May she remember her favorite song to sing. May she manage to trace the time where it has lapsed, bore the need for a tunnel fostering resentment on the eve of the bristles dips onto the pigment, the sway across a used canvas whose picture no longer resembled the times. May she strike lightning, a vintage of vanishing points tilted by the glass of her eyes, the list of ships kissed to shore, pearled flags wafter in the wind, the final viewing the final varnishing may the mirror become a friend once again so that was the final varnishing it is a poem that directly describes a feeling that i've been feeling for quite some time that i didn't realize that i was feeling <laughs> have you guys ever been in a moment where you know that something's not right you're not you're not yourself but you can't quite become conscious of it and I'm like a self-fixer. You guys know one of the things that we've been operating on throughout my channel, throughout my podcast is self-help and self-evolution, self-actualization, and really just the whole arc of like the lifestyle of becoming a better person. And it's kind of a foggy place to be in when you realize that you're not yourself, but there's this internal frustration going on within of why what is missing why can't you look at yourself in the mirror like why can't you take a cute selfie anymore why can't you laugh like you used to why can't you dance the way that you used to why can't you love the way that you used to you know my grandfather once said something to me he said to move forward in life you must go back the 12th house unlocks the keys to your hidden truth much like the 8th house, but the 12th house does it in the way in which it tethers to the purpose of your soul. The 8th house is a little bit more energetically charged. But the 12th house is exactly where you'll find your hidden pains buried deep into your soul that unlock the keys to you returning to your purpose. My 12th house is in Leo, my creativity. My hidden unconscious desires and hidden enemies that lie unconscious to my sight 
I'm realizing in this moment that to store your creativity away from yourself due to a disillusionment of the self is such a 12th house in Pisces situation to be in. And all I can do is laugh about that because, of course, it would take so much to go through to realize this point, especially as personally I've just gone through the 12th house perfection year and now I am in the first house perfection year of Virgo which is quite a layup of one being able to analyze the past in order to discover the present to launch for chips of the future. So I guess I should probably explain this a little bit like Ava Haven, what do you mean? Well, I realized that when I love someone, I really love them. I may not have like a lot to give, But the one thing that I do have to give is myself and I give it away every single time. And, you know, I am really young and the loves, quote unquote, that I have were very young. So the um, one of the things that I have always loved to do and I've been doing this since I was a kid, I've had billions of journals of just writing, sharing, and then it became podcasting and youtubing and things of that nature and part of my whole entire like presence online has came with the posting of content on youtube that came from my astrological self-reflection essentially of like the art of being an aquarius essentially and during that time i grappled with the reality of becoming loved and loving for the first time and i'm gonna be real i had no idea how to do that Now, here I would like to interject some astrology points, just so that if you're at home and you're looking at your chart, you can look at how astrology works as well, because this is so fucking fascinating. (laughs) So essentially, remember, we're dealing with the 12th house, right? With this unconscious, hidden lapse of my own identity, correct? So the 12th house, which is ruled by Pisces, okay? But Leo is in my 12th house, right? Which is also the 5th house. Now my 5th house is Aquarius, which is the opposite of my 12th house, right? Um, Which is Leo. So also my son is in Aquarius, but also my Venus is in Aquarius. But you know what sits in my seventh house, the house of love and relationships, which is also connected to Venus? Pisces, which is also the ruler of the 12th house. So here we have this beautiful communication of the planets that have just orchestrated this entire setup, which has led me to this point here now in this poem in this podcast in this reflection of it all so the communication of those planets intertwining and you know uh, conjuncting or even sextiling or opposing in some arts with the leo and aquarius each other has led to this moment a realization and i'm going to go more into this and how this connects back to my childhood which is also derivative of leo because leo rules the childhood the child but also creative expression and identity and of course i would have kind of this lapse in identity this lapse of realization in my identity because 
my sun is in Aquarius, which is opposite of Leo, which also rules my Venus, which is my relationships. <sighs> Astrology is nuts. Let's, let's continue back to everything else in a healthy way. And I didn't really have much to give. I didn't have much experience to give. I didn't have much, you know, I didn't know how to be comforting. I didn't know how to be caring. But I thought loving someone meant giving them yourself. Which, now that I can look back at it, my seventh house is in Pisces. My mother is also a Pisces. And so the way that I've learned love is through her. And the way that I've learned how to love myself is through the way that she has loved herself. And the way that she has always loved herself is through being a mom, which is escaping into the world of taking care and giving herself to her children as an act of love. And it's I'm realizing this for the first time right now, so bear with me. But it is such a Piscean thing to do in love is to, you know, escape or to fall into the illusion of love by disillusioning yourself from who you are, what you love to do, how you do what you do, and fostering this kind of unconscious reality of what it means to give love and to receive love. I've found that once I've allowed people to take me away from my universe, from my world, which is sharing, which is writing, you know, which is something that I haven't done in like eons to the full effect of what it, it is, you know, since, you know, every time I've gone through like a really a, a relationship, I like stop creating, I stop writing, I stop doing all the things. And I realize instead what I do is I drink or I party or I submerge myself in their world, and then it comes out. All the words that I should have written on paper, all the things that I should have transformed into healing material through a podcast or through content comes out on the soliloquy of my own words um, in my drunken hours. And they fall like warships and missiles from my tongue as I say all the things that have been haunting me as I as I somehow quarrel myself into the haunting of my own reality by being in a foreign territory so far from where I once lived, which is my own space of sanity, my own space of safety. And into the war zone of someone else's reality, I drink and I find a way to cope and to escape from the loss of myself and I'm not proud of that you know it is such a vulnerable poem because it tells you that perhaps that throne that threw her away from a love she once loved positioned in the truth of her passion our purpose so naturally a force of warmth in the wintered hours yo self-reflection and sharing has bought me so much clarity in this world and where I never knew where I stood I didn't know what to make of my reality and I found it in reflection and questioning and philosophy you know and then I followed up with may she remember her favorite song to sing god 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 
says may she strike strike lightning a vintage of vanishing points tilted by the glass of her eyes this list of ships kissed to shore pearled flags wafter in the wind the final viewing the final varnishing may the mirror become a friend once again one of the the things that i've noticed that i've done just unconsciously i even looked back at my instagram and i saw this is that i often stop posting pictures of my face unconsciously when i'm going through or like i've been through like a breakup or um a sense of loss of self (laughs) isn't that one of the most leo things that you could ever imagine being a thing like the leo can't look at herself can't post herself can't allow herself to be seen in the 12th house unconsciously not allowing my face my identity leo rising as well but also like aquarius sun opposing the leo 12th house and it dawned on me it's like oh fuck like i'm actually not posing (laughs) with my face and it's so interesting um that i feel as though i can't even face myself because i am not being myself it's such a strange place to be in and so obviously the beginning of the poem starts i was a wine house with my words as they slipped so effortlessly off our tongue darts to target bloods of red spilling boundaries bouldering truths nestled carves between the bosom of my insecurities i launched warships missiles with tangles of liquid swishing through my esophagus fuming from the darkest hours of my hollowed heart coffins lay yards of haunting films facet of my own face ah the death of my own face, the death of me. She won streamlined words of love. I once filmed content in exchange for content, contentment. Her soul rattling, waking at the passing of the horror hosted within. My soul watching me detach from myself. This all came about because I was up at the fifth hour and a TikTok the first tiktok that i opened my ipad to and there was a lady describing saying that it is all the little things of your life that actually make up your life so she prompted the audience listening to do this exercise she said think about a time in which you were the happiest in your life she said begin to write down every single thing that you used to do within a week of the happiest times of your life the friends that you used to hang out with when you used to hang out with them when you used to go out when you used to party what you used to do in the morning what you used to do in the evening what time did you wake up when did you go to the gym all these things that created that universe for you she said once you're done i want you to take a good look at your life now and write down your same week's worth of routine when do you drink when do you party when do you hang out with friends when do you do this when do you do that do you do any of the things that you know you essentially used to do compare and contrast the two she said she said no no wonder you feel stuck because you're no longer doing the things that once made you happy she said, now, what I want you to do is I want you to begin to incorporate some of the things from the happiest times of your life into your current day. She said, start slow, maybe add one thing, and then as time goes on, add more. And see how your life changes before you. And that's exactly what I did. 
I began to incorporate some of the old things that I used to do in my happiest era. And little by little, just the inspiration began to come back to me. The remembrance of who I once was and where that insightful and inspiration came from. It led me down a path, what led me to poetry, what led me to back to my substack that I had created but never had really posted other than one time. I began to look at my old work, my old writings, just for journals, just for fun, and create them into words of meaning, of substance, of reflection, of clarity, of expression. And just like that, how my 12th house was my enemy, it once became my friend. Where all the unconscious, the hidden versions and secrets I held within me were now splattered across the page and I had no problem with hitting post. The post button that allowed it to stream light to the internet felt so freeing, so Aquarius-like to allow the expression to be seen, to be networked, to be shared on an intellectual level but also on an intimate personal level which rebuild the sense of self, Venus and Aquarius, but also Sun in the fifth house, but also twelfth house Leo. So if you are feeling stuck, if you have no idea where it is that you are going and what it is that you are doing, I think it takes a good guess, it would be a good guess to look at your 12th house. Take a good look at what sign sits in your 12th house and follow the theme from there. And if you would like, the posting for this is now up on my Etsy shop. I will create and post and it will be up now of a version of this of me allowing of helping you rework through your birth chart to figure out how to get back to yourself or how to uncover the place in which you feel stuck what a journey has it been right as i sit in my first house perfection year Analyzing very virgoly the hidden depths of my 12th house in Leo. Sparked by the blazing arc of my Aquarius sun which sits so sweetly in the 5th house. With the Venus kissing her cheek. I wonder where I will go next. I wonder what... Will be uncovered next i wonder if i will be able to maintain this reawakening rediscovering well right now my heart feels good my heart feels safe my heart feels content connected my heart feels Okay. And I think that is much of an improvement from where she once had dust sitting over her 
and the hollowness of my body. I thank you for being patient with me if you have been a listener or viewer of mine for quite some time. The journey has been that (laughs) of one. And if you're new here, I hope you can stick with me and continue to support and encourage me to continue by sharing this podcast, by commenting on this podcast, what you took from it, or by subscribing to my YouTube channel, or purchasing a reading for this same sort of reflection for yourself. It feels good to be back. I'll see you very soon. Bye.